Officers in the UI Department of Public Safety receive paid training and generous benefits. It's not only about being a resource to others, but supporting the Hawkeyes of today, tomorrow, and years to come. Help us keep our community. Hashtag Hawkeye safe. Apply today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's time to swarm the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawks. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their fun. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled. Corn Huskers, more like corn suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye oasis located in an onside kicking Nebraska desert. Pretty nasty game here just this last week with the Nebraska Cornhuskers and the Northwestern Wildcats. It's been a while and we're excited to be back. I'm excited to be back with the boys. Got the band back together. First and foremost, though, we want to introduce our newest band, a band member, Marty Welcome. Welcome to the family, Marty. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Marty, like where you're from, your background, um, what brought you to Nebraska, and also kind of what made you a huge Hawkeye fan to begin with. Hey, thanks, guys. It's a pleasure being on uh, on here tonight. And, uh, as Adam said, my name is Marty Sauce. I was born and raised in Iowa City, Iowa, um, probably about eight, ten blocks from the university. So I was a Hawk from the beginning. Uh, brought me to Omaha. I uh, uh, came out here with my job. Uh, I was I've been in credit card processing, just retired after 30 years. So there's a big company here in Omaha called First Data, and that's how I made it here. All right, nice. And and Marty, you went. Where did you go to high school in Iowa City? I went to City High. City High. They All just right. played uh, Friday night. They played at Kinnick Stadium for the first time ever. All right, nice. That's cool. So yeah, it was pretty cool to hear the old uh, fight song from high school on the Hawkeye field. Wow, talk about goosebumps! Yeah, dare we ask how long ago that was, Marty? Uh, <laughs> you don't have to answer. Just playing. Uh, our motto was making love and drinking wine. We're the class of '79. 
making love and drinking wine. All righty. Yeah. 1979. All right. All right. All right. Um, Marty, welcome. Um, that's what Nebraska Hawks Nest is all about. First and foremost, just to bring Hawkeye fans together, but especially Hawkeye fans in Nebraska. And uh, we just continually um, had, oh, Kyle, man down. You okay, brother? Sorry. I'm good. You're all right, man. And uh, we just had a lot of interactions with Marty. Marty's a great dude, huge Hawkeye fan. And we struck up a, a great friendship with him. So we're excited to have him here. And um, he's the elder statesman here. He's the uh, the dean of Nebraska Hawks Nest. The, and he's going to keep us in line, hopefully. I like it. Keep us the sauce. Marty, that's the sauce. Two, that, that's two age cracks so far. And we're three minutes and 55 seconds. <laughs> Again, there's going to be a lot more where that came from, brother. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. It's Miller, a lot of love, Marty. The uh, the Miller Light Delight, Matty Ice. How's it going, Cirque? Tell everybody kind of what you've been up to over the summer and in the spring. We took a, a long vacation there. and Yeah. Um, yeah what yeah. have you been up to, man? It's been quite a few months. Uh, I've been just on the acreage kind of keeping that up. Did some planting this spring. We do, uh, I guess, most of the other stuff in the summer is custom, but I got kids. So we did some camping with them, with kids, and went out to Wyoming to Yellowstone before it got washed away. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, my son started flag football, so I'm kind of helping coach that a little bit. That's been kind of fun, even though I have no idea what I'm doing. So I say, so they have no chance whatsoever. No <laughs> chance whatsoever. But he he's he scored a touchdown in both games so far in his first two. So okay. I, so what you're saying is he's natural ability. He, he's succeeding despite the coaches that are on right. the staff. He's rising above. Right. Well, the other guy, the, the guy that's kind of the lead is uh, he's coached tackle and flag before. So okay, I'm just I'm just there to herd the cats, so to speak. Yeah, I've been there, man. It is like herding cats for real. Well, he, yeah, used, to, he, he used to be known as Schlicker, the guest picker. He's no longer a guest. He's part of the crew. Um, <laughs> Former Iowa Hawkeye kicking legend, my favorite kicker of all time, one of the greats, Kyle Schlicker. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. It's good to be back. Good to see you guys again. Well, we are super excited to, to what's, see you. What's Kyle been up to this summer? Building that real estate empire, I hope. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah, man. Grinding, man. It's been, uh, you know, um, selling the American dream, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's... Uh, I'm still, after I left my job with the Navy, you know, I'm still, I'm not even, yeah, I'm almost two years into this and uh, it still blows my mind every day that I get to do it. It's a lot of fun. I'm good at it. Um, and, uh, you know, despite what the market's doing, um, you reap what you sow and um, cool. this is what I do every day. So, you know, other than selling houses, um, helping people buy it's uh my kids man they've been super busy with activities my daughter's killing it with uh, some figure skating um and uh my uh, son um simultaneous gosh he's in taekwondo he's in uh flag football he's in soccer um and uh and he was in he was in baseball all at once um that was <laughs> pretty hectic Jeez. but recently he broke his arm uh he uh came down off of a he was climbing a tree that he wasn't supposed to be and um, <laughs> was coming down. He only fell like three feet, but uh, it was it was the way that he fell, you know, and I was lucky as a kid. I'm very surprised that I didn't have any broken bones growing up out there in Council Bluffs and, you know, 
bouncing around on on hay bales and playing around on the farm pasture and stuff like that. I uh, I'm very surprised that I never broke any bones. So, you know, this is this is new to us. So he's uh, he's the same little guy. He's doing great. He just has one arm to deal with right now. And uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately we did have to, you know, cancel flag football. We had to cancel soccer and actually flag football, mm-hmm. kind of a cool thing. Um, two weeks ago, we got the email and he, you know, this, the Glen Ellen football league, it's a ton of kids that do this and, um, they get picked randomly to be on teams, uh, cause there's so many kids and he got picked to be on the Hawkeyes. And there was no planning. There was like, there was none of this. There was no, like, you know, (laughs) nobody knew that I was a former Hawkeye player, all all that stuff. So when I got the email, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty damn cool. Um, And we went to the first practice and uh, he did well. And of course the coaches are all, you know, big Hawkeye fans. And uh, my son, I didn't say a word, but my son, you know, they went around and introduced themselves. And he was like, my name is Griffin Schlicker. And they they had to tell their name, what the grade they were, what grade they were in, what's We're losing, losing Kyle again. Come on, Kyle. You're you're freezing up. Well, apparently, Kyle. Apparently, you didn't upgrade your internet from last time. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry about that. It's all good. Um, But they had to go through and tell their name, what elementary school they go to, and what their favorite uh, football team is. And uh, he said his name, turned around, and said, "The Hawkeyes." My dad played for the Hawkeyes. that's awesome. So anyway, but unfortunately, we had to we had to back away from that because of his broken arm. So, uh, darn it. Do you, do you see a future in kicking for the young lad? I do. You know, he uh, he can do whatever he wants. Um, you know, the funny thing is that I never really showed him too much, too many videos of me kicking. But obviously, when we have games playing here at home, and he can tell that I get really excited every every time there's a field goal, and. Uh, um, yeah, he actually uh, the last last season he asked me to build some field goal posts in my front yard. So I did that. And you know me, I, I don't I don't go cheap with it, man. I went to, I went to Home Depot, bought two eighty pound bags of concrete, Jeez. dug the hole, poured the concrete, got some PVC yeah. pipe. So I have eighteen. I have they're not quite regulation size, but they're eighteen feet tall by about nine feet wide in my uh, front yard, backing up to some trees. So <laughs> and he can kick, man. He, he he just he's like me. He just gravitates towards. He's super competitive, gravitates towards, you know, ball sports and just has this very natural ability. And that's, you know, I credit my my genetics growing up with my my parents and always tell me to get outside and go play. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Very cool. Very cool. Well, um, I'm not going to bore you guys too much with um, what I did in the (laughs) offseason. Just battled off a kidney stone, which was one of the worst experiences of my life. Uh, Horrible. just in the worst pain I've ever been in in my whole life. And I thought it was, I had like a really bad UTI or something. I'm sitting there at work and I'm just like, Oh man, what the hell was that? Like that hurt like hell. And then I'm just like it. And then it just got to be more consistent and more consistent. And I went to the doctor and they did labs and they were like, yeah, that's not a UTI. You don't have any bacteria in your system, but, uh, or in your urine, but you had a lot of blood. So you probably got a kidney stone. I was a son of a, mm, come mm-hmm. on. And so I had to go down, um, got a scan. They saw it in there. It was like a four millimeter one, which is, I think, like kind of average. I've heard a lot bigger and I've heard smaller. So um, 
um, I had kidney surgery when I was a kid. So um, the scar tissue from my, and I'm getting, this is about as scientific as we'll ever get on this show. Um, <laughs> the tube from my kidney to my bladder, I had surgery on it. And there's some residual scar tissue and apparently it got caught in there. So they're like, yeah, it's not coming out. We got to go in there after it. Um, so I had to have surgery and uh, get the thing taken out and that sucked. So, um, yeah, the worst part was, uh, trying to pee afterwards. Uh, talk about pain. Yep. So, so on to, um, happier, brighter news, something a little bit more fun. Um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to catch the Nebraska Northwestern game on Saturday week zero, um, Nebraska, they don't fail to disappoint ever it's just you know the, the nebraska fans it's like you know i'll give them credit they're gonna they still come back they still throw shade they still have a lot to say at this point if i was a husker fan i'd just lay there and take it i mean <laughs> you, you've given so much countless consistent material for us to poke fun at um i just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on the whole thing i mean the the onside kicking debacle everything going into it um i know for myself um and I'm going to touch on this and we're going to go over to Matt real quick. The, um, that first drive that they had, I was like, holy crap. Impressive. Uh, oh my God. It was, it was so impressive. I, I, I was scared. Like I was nervous. So I, I'm jumping to conclusions on my head. I'm like, okay, well now they're going to be really good. They're going to probably beat us this year. It was bound to happen eventually, you know? And I'm just like, God, they look really good. They might win the West this year. And then, uh, come on, Herb Street. Yeah. Well, I, I would have never made that pick, but after that first drive, I I, I, I was ready to. Matt, like, you get a chance to watch the game. You know, what were your thoughts? Um, how hard did you laugh at the end? Um, <laughs> tell us about it, Matty. Yeah, I did. I did see it, and I did see the first drive, and they did look sharp on that one. Uh, but Northwestern's defense looked like they were pretty sluggish and just didn't quite have it. They they caught on right away and quickly. So as soon as that next series happened, I, I was like, okay, this is going to be a, a pretty good game. I didn't expect it to end the way they did, but there was just a lot of, a lot of things that went in Northwest's favor. And uh, it was fun. I, I laughed a little bit. It was, it was uh, interesting game i kind of went the way i thought it was going to go to be honest with you yeah not me i thought so, northwestern was going to or no i thought nebraska was going to win that game handily um Ma marty i don't know what you're th i know you watched it marty marty's got a lot of huskers <laughs> in his family he's he's right in the thick of it like i am here in uh husker country here in omaha so he mm. uh he had a pretty lively household from what i what i heard there might have been a few people on uh you know suicide watch after the game making sure that you know things were okay and um a lot of upset people we had some upset people in my neighborhood too i could hear people yelling <laughs> the f word out on my street so marty <laughs> tell us about what happened in the sauce house <laughs> well my my daughter married a uh, uh a big husker fan so i usually watch uh every game every week every saturday with him both the iowa and nebraska game and yeah, it was, uh, I thought I was going to have to get out some kind of medication for him as the game went on. He was, he was not having a good second half on, uh, on the day. So I would say it was anything but excitement, uh, in this house. 
Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I can't blame him. Like if I put myself in those shoes, I'm like, God, if this was happening to Iowa, I can't, I, I was thinking like, how many, how many of my things in my man cave would I have broken by now? Like <laughs> there'd be, cause we had some kind of, you know, lean years there for a while. Like we had a four and eight season and had a, a few tough years and a few things didn't make it through that season in my, in, in the Nebraska Hawks nest. So Kyle, I know you're a busy guy. You're building that real estate empire. A lot of people, you know, have you been compared to the Bruce Wayne of Illinois? Um, you know, tell us a little bit about, like, were you able to watch the game? What What did you see? So I was not able to watch the game, but I did catch it on the ticker. I was watching. Uh, I just had my phone out, um, you know, paying attention to, to play-by-play stuff. And, you know, it, which is not really fair to give an analysis. But, you know, I, I agree with you, you know. You know, I was heavily recruited by Nebraska back in the day, and it it, it gave me, and this was like, you know, back in the early 2000s, like, uh, you know, 2000, 2001, 2002, when they were super, still super good. And, um, you know, it gave me a glimpse of of that, you know, and I kind of, I'm with you where I was like, wow, like this is, maybe this, maybe this is it, you know, maybe he's finally turned things around. And, um, uh, you know, and I always like seeing anybody other than Iowa, you know, get pounded in the big 10. So, um, you know, I've never, you guys have heard me say too, I'm not a fan of, of purple. You know, I don't think a football team should have a purple color. I guess the Ravens are purple, but they're also black, you know, like, uh, but when your main color is, uh, is purple, that bothers me. But anyway, uh, you know, and then as I, as I'm watching and I did not get to see the onside kick live and all that stuff, but you know, I, it's, um, gosh, they're playing in Ireland. You know, they had to have been so hyped. It's, I, I wish I was there watching it, even though Hawkeyes weren't there. It would have been super cool to be there. But uh, I was a little bit frightened. Uh, you know, it, it, it made me think to myself, like, oh, geez, like, here's this might be this might be finally happening now. Happening now, uh, Frost has now got things together. But yeah. when they started, when they when I started to notice they were crumbling, and you know, Northwestern, maybe it just took Northwestern that that long to kind of get things together. Maybe Nebraska was, you know, you know what I mean? Sometimes, sometimes games can start out. Like there's always one team that's really good. Everything's clicking. And then the other team just needs a few more minutes, a few more, you know, another quarter, if you will, to, uh, to pick things up. Um, Obviously I'm happy with the results. You know, I have a lot of, I actually have a lot of uh, uh, Husker fans that I used to work with up at Naval Special Warfare and they would give me crap every every single season, um, but obviously that's what they do best, out. you know, and again, you know, I, uh, I know what we all know what they're capable of. We all know that, that Nebraska is Nebraska and they're going to, one of these years, man, it's going to be tough. They're going to be a contender. Uh, one of these fun, years, one of these years, but it is fun, uh, you know, watching them, um, you know, watching their delusional fans, um, cry and crumble once again, Kyle, I, I want to get, a, we want to get a little insight from you just, um, you know, from someone that played division one football in the big 10, um, when your coach does something like that, when you have a pretty solid lead in a game like that and your coach does something pretty desperate and pretty just straight up dumb, uh, like that, does that make you as a player feel like that your coach doesn't have confidence in the team and confidence as you and a player? Is that maybe the beginnings of the coaches potentially losing the locker room? Yeah. It does. Um, you know, I, and I'm not the best person to speak to this because 
like, uh, man, I, I was a kicker. I had one job, you know, and because I wasn't so in like intertwined with, I mean, I didn't have a playbook, you know, I didn't really know what was going on behind the scenes. I mean, I did my job to the best I possibly could. And that's it. Like I did not pay attention to anything else. I did not. Uh, so, you know, what I did do though, was pay attention to the attitude and the responses of my teammates based off of play calling and what would happen in a game. And I know I will always throw this out there. You got to take things with a grain of salt because your players, uh, your coach, your coach is only as good as your player's ability to execute the plays on the field. With that in mind, you know, it is the coach's responsibility to instill that confidence through the practice week and the preparation. Um, uh, so when something like that does happen, you know, it, it is tough. Um, but again, like uh, putting myself in their shoes, gosh, that flight home had to have been terrible. Um, yeah. You know, and, and all you're doing is thinking about what's going to happen the next day. Uh, you know, and of course they're flying home from Dublin. I mean, that's, that's, that's a heck of a trip. Yeah. A long flight. Well, to think about. And they're, they're, they're apparently, I mean, there's a lot of fear that that the fake sellout <clears throat> might, might, might stop this next week that people aren't going to come to the game because they're so frustrated. So sorry um, guys. That's okay, buddy. No worries. Um, see, we're just, we, that's what a good team does. You know, you drop out, we'll just keep it flowing, baby. That's how we'll do it. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into our uh, six pack challenge this year. We're going to be doing um, a new six pack challenge, uh, six games and, Oh, nice sound effect, Matt. There we go. Beautiful sound. And uh, it is beautiful. Um, this year, Matt is the defending champion. So he won last year uh, picking games, pulled it out at the very end. We're going to be picking six Big Ten games every week. Um, we don't have a lot of stats to go over since it's week <laughs> one. So, um, and you know us, we're not, you know, super deep stat guys, but, you know, we watch a lot of football. We drink a lot of beer. And so we we, we think we know a lot. We are experts. <laughs> we we are experts from our armchair. All right. So um, I did have a few people that reached out and said that they lost or won some money based on our picks. So no pressure, guys. <laughs> um, from from last year, we should okay. throw out a disclaimer to those who bet to not <laughs> bet on what we say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have lost money on the Northwestern Nebraska game. I can tell you that. Um, all right. So, um, and the six pack challenge is, uh, b- brought to you by Meyer electric, Meyer electric, shockingly good service since 1832. Very nice. It's a long living family business. Um, so since before electricity, good. Yeah. They were the parent, they were the innovators. So, uh, started the whole thing. Shockingly good service since 1833. Um, Okay. <laughs> So the first game um, we're doing here, and thank you to our sponsor. We, we're very blessed to have such a great sponsor. They take great care of us. Um, Thursday, September 1st is our um, first game. I'm excited. Um, gonna, you know, gives me an excuse to have some drinks on a Thursday night, not that I really needed it. Um, we got Penn State. And by the way, I'm going to start recruiting Marty to come over here and watch the game with me. So start feeling the pressure, Marty. I'm going to make sure I get some nice bourbon, maybe some whiskey over here. Start. Absolutely. I'm just going to start luring him in, getting him in, get him hooked quick. That'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. That'll, that'll get Matt, too. I have to cast that one a lot farther, though. 
and then Kyle is the craft beers. So I got to start just flaunting some craft beers. Oh, and I meant to do this the whole time. It's going to show this for all the Nebraska rawr, fans rawr, that are watching. This nice little wildcat there for you. That was, that was good sound effects, Kyle. Yeah, I, 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 it's, I, I have uh, I have a little PTSD from uh, you know Northwestern, Penn State. We're always in the locker room for the week of preparation, play on the loudspeakers, whatever their like mascot howl or growl or whatever it was. And yeah. Northwestern's was you know rah rah rah. Whenever they got on, a first down, just on repeat, literally for Ugh. a week, just a week straight, guys. Rah rah rah. And Penn State was the same way. Terrible. That's the worst. Good thing Northwestern doesn't get too many first downs. Um, <laughs> all right. Thursday, September 1st, we have the Penn State Nittany Lions. Uh, James Franklin's going to be rolling into Purdue. Um, this is going to be a 7 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Penn State's favored by three and a half. Um, that could be a sneaky good game. We're going to start out with the sauce, Marty Sauce. Now, you got to tell us, Marty, what are you thinking here? Penn State favored by three and a half going to Purdue at seven o'clock on Fox. Purdue can sometimes be a tricky place to play. You're right. Purdue is, it's always hard to guess, uh, especially at Purdue. Um, but I am going with Penn State. Okay. And the reason I'm going with Penn State is because I went to the Penn State game, Penn State Iowa game last fall, which was probably the best game I've ever been to. Uh, that so crowd. Good. I could not believe the crowd. I took. I wanted to take a picture of the uh, couple that was behind us. They, they were. I was on like the tenth row on the forty yard line. My nephew keeps score at the Iowa games, so he has for twenty five years now. So I, I got his seats, which were really good seats. And I, you know, Penn State actually, I, they lost their quarterback, uh, and and uh, the crowd took over after that, but. I think Penn State's going to be pretty good this year, so I'm taking I'm taking Penn State. All right, Marty thinks Penn State's going to bounce back this year. A lot of people are thinking the same thing, so um, they got a really good recruiting class coming in this next year too. Um, and Marty, you got to send us the video so we can show it on the podcast. That at the end of the game, the look on Marty's face is just like pure shock. He's sitting there and looks like he's maybe. Um, Maybe been overserved. I don't know. Had a few, had a few adult <laughs> beverages, and just the shock on his face is priceless. So we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to get me that video, and you're gonna have to share it. Um, and then um, we're gonna go over to Mr. Kyle Schlicker. Um, Kyle, what, what are you thinking in this game? Now we got Penn State three and a half point favorite going into Purdue. Uh, Jeff Brom's a really really good coach. I I was lucky enough to be able to meet him at the Big Ten uh, baseball tournament here in Omaha when Iowa and Purdue were playing this uh, spring here, super nice guy. Um, and, you know, I told him to keep his dirty mitts off our players, keep getting guys transferred <laughs> there. And he just, he just laughed and, and smiled. And I'm like, no, seriously, leave Charlie Jones alone. And then a week later, Charlie transfers. So clearly he listened, Kyle, what do you think is going to happen in this game? Well, Purdue is a tough place to play. Uh, you know, for me, what I remember the most about that stadium was, well, for, for one, the, uh, at the time I played, they had just laid down new sod. So it was, you know, I was slipping all over the place. The ground was shifting. And I remember our players um, doing that as well. Uh, I don't know if that was a, a, a tactic on their side. But um, we, you know, the two times that I played at Purdue, we did win. I uh, never missed a field goal there. Um, 
but I do remember it being very, you know, it wasn't an easy win. It was very tough. And, you know, the way that that stadium is laid out too, it's um, you're right there next to the fans and they were really good at coming up with, uh, you know, good nicknames for all of us and heckling us. Penn state on the other hand, you know, their stadium, obviously it's huge. And that was probably the most intimidating place I played other than uh, Ohio state. But for this game, I'm going to go with Penn state as well. Um, I just, you know, uh, deep in my gut, man, I just, I just feel it. Um, you know, uh, a team like Penn State coming in with the season they had last year. I know Purdue did well last year too, but um, I just have a feeling uh, Penn State's going to come in and uh, stay true to the stats, man. All right. Um, one story I got to share real quick too about the Miller Light Delight Matt Meyer. Um, when I was at the Citrus Bowl this year, I, I, I was awesome. I got to meet a ton of people that listen to the show and um, are big Nebraska Hawks Nest followers, which was super cool. Um, I was really humbled by it. And I love getting to talk to other Hawkeye fans like that. So that meant a lot. And um, one of my favorite things was I was walking down to the bathroom and somebody just yelled, Miller Light Delight and just screamed it and i was like oh god but matt wish he could hear that it was, <laughs> it was it was great so the miller light delight matt what do you think is going to happen here i mean this this one could really go either way uh yeah so i'm gonna take uh penn state as well i know jeff brown's got things rolling i think it's gonna be a close game but mm-hmm. penn state's gonna be a touchdown or more i feel like uh just from what they had last year and what they're bringing back and then you know, Jeff Brom brought some transfers in to try to help what they lost in the receiving core. They're going to have some some first year on the team struggles with any of those guys coming in, and you know things aren't going to click on its first game. So yeah, yep, Penn State. All right, so we got all three for Penn State here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go with Purdue. I think Purdue's going to pull this one out. I, I think a night game is going to be hype there at Ross Aid Stadium. I think that. They're going to have that place is sold out. It's going to be electric. Um, I, you know, they got a amazing passing game. They just know how to spread out the ball and really pick defenses apart. And, you know, having pretty much the, you know, former Iowa Hawkeye receiving core, uh, playing there now, they're, they're loaded at that position. And they have, I believe is, um, is it O'Connell, the, the quarterback there? He, the guy can sling the ball. Uh, I, I think Penn State's going to have a great year, but. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm going with the boilers on this one, boys. All right. We got another barn burner here. Starting an hour after. So Thursday night's pretty packed. We got New Mexico State at Minnesota. I don't know that I've ever seen a spread this large. Oh, I have, but not for like a reputable team. Uh, Minnesota is, it's at Minnesota. 
favored by 36 and a half. Oh. I'm, holy wow. cow. New Mexico State. So I'm going to start off with mine really quick. I'm going to say um, – I think Minnesota wins, but I don't think they cover the spread. So I'm going to take them. I'm going to think say Minnesota's going to win, but they're not going to win by 36, 36 points. So uh, I'm going to go with New Mexico State in this one. Um, we'll we'll go back around the other way, Matt. Um, what do you think in this one? Who are you taking, New Mexico State or Mini? <laughs> that is a large, large spread. I was shocked when I saw it as well. <clears throat> thirty six and a half points is a lot. I mean. Is New Mexico State going to just lay down, and is Minnesota really going to run the score up that much on him anyways? You know, will P.J. Fleck do that? I just feel like if he's up that much, he's going to put in some younger kids and, you know, just to get him some on-field experience. I mean, does Minnesota usually even score 36 points in a game? They don't have that prolific of an offense. Right? Yeah, so I'm with you on that. I'm going to take New Mexico State on the points. But, I mean, obviously Minnesota's going to win. But Yeah. Yeah. They, are, they are supposed to be a Big Ten West contender this year. Um, again, just like every year, sounds like the West is pretty wide open. Uh, Kyle, who, 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 are you, who are you picking in this one? Do you think Minnesota is going to be able to beat, cover the 36.5 point spread over New Mexico State? Well, um, I do. Uh, I do think they're going to cover it. Uh, right. You know, it's I don't know. I just, I don't know too much about New Mexico state, uh, but I know, you know, I mean, in Minnesota, I just, I think PJ flex going to want to come out and make a statement. And I think they are going to cover the spread. I think they're going to not only win, but they're also going to, they might even get their second and third stringers out there if they do. So okay. it'll be one of those classic first game of the season kind of prompings. Every time Minnesota plays Marty, and PJ Fleck is sprinting up and down that sideline trying to get attention. I just hope somebody puts their foot out and trips him one time and he just head dives <laughs> down and just biffs it one of these times. Cause you know, the guy's doing it cause he loves the attention. He's like, okay, when I sprint down, they're going to be putting me on camera. He knows people are watching. Marty, who do you think is going to win in this game? The Gophers, that 36 I, and a half point spread. You know, I, I would say. Kyle probably said exactly what I was going to say word for word. I think PJ's going to run it up. I think he wants to make a statement um, at the beginning of, of the year. He wants to make a statement to the rest of the West. He thinks he's got a shot at it. Um, and yeah, he'll probably put his second stringers in. I don't, again, I don't know what Kyle, I don't know much about New Mexico State, but I, I'm going to go with Minnesota and the points on this one. I think it's going to be a, 55 to 7 game or something. All right. All right. Well, this will be interesting. And uh, we're going to be talking lots of smack next week, too. So we're going to have the records going. Matt, do you have the belt still that you got that you won? Uh, yeah, yes, it's upstairs. So I don't okay. Have it with me. Uh, you've been wearing, wearing it around the house again. I guess right. it's, all, it's all good, man. Left that's, it upstairs. My bad. That's what it's for. Hey, you, I'll bring it next time. We didn't warn you. Okay. We didn't warn you. So it's totally okay. Um, and then we got our Friday night game. We got Illinois at Indiana. I think that'll be a sneaky, good game. Um, Illinois looked good. In week zero, they, um, you know, granted they were playing Wyoming and Wyoming lost a lot of guys to the transfer portal. But I, I think Brett Bielema is a, a good coach. Kyle, Matt and I have talked about this in the past. 
we believe in Bielema. We think he's going to make them a strong program. Um, you know, Illinois, the ceiling might be a little lower than some other places, but I think Bielema is going to get the most out of that team. Um, at Indiana, Indiana is a three-point favorite in that one. I'm going to take the fighting Illini. I think Illinois is going to pull that one out. Um, Matt, what do you think is going to happen in this? In yeah, this I haven't seen mess? anything. I haven't seen anything from Indiana yet. I know they're supposed to be this, you know, high flying offense, but I really haven't seen any proof of that. And they haven't played yet. They're going to have that first game jitters to work out here first, so that gives uh, Illinois the upper hand, I think. And uh, they were rolling. They looked good. And I know they didn't play much of a team last game, but uh, I'm taking Illinois as well. Okay. Somebody got like a swift breeze coming through their room. I'm hearing something like a microphone getting hit or something. I don't know. Ooh, what's going on? I don't know. We'll work through it. We're a resilient group. All right, Kyle, Mr. Schlicker, who you, who you thinking on this Friday, September 2nd on FS1? You got Illinois, Indiana, Indiana favored by three points in Bloomington, the rock. Okay. So uh, Indiana scares me. Uh, they've always rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's because we, I had one of my worst games personally with them in 06. Uh, we were ahead by multiple touchdowns and they came back. I missed a couple field goals and uh, early in the game and they came back. We had some fumbles. I think we had a couple interceptions and we lost. It was one of our, yeah. Anyway, enough about that. Um, you know, but I am a big fan of Brett Bielema. Uh, anywhere he goes, I'm not saying that everywhere he goes, it, it, it turns into gold, but I'm a big believer in him. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to go with Illinois on this one, even though Indiana playing at Indiana scares me a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just feel like they, they're, it's like you never really know what you're going to get. Uh, you could get a, you could get a crap team from them, but you could also get an absolute stellar. You know that could be the one game out of their see their entire season that they just they just knock everyone's socks off and um but yeah I'm going to Illinois on this one man I talked to a lot of people that said that if Bielema would have been given one more year maybe two at Arkansas he'd still be there right now they gave up on him a little too quick um, guy's a good coach he knows how to win he coaches tough football Marty uh, who are you seeing in this one with Indiana being a a three point favorite at home well it could have been. Uh, yesterday from me having a few too many crowns after the Nebraska game <laughs> loss. But uh, Illinois looked good to me yesterday. Um, they did. I, I, I'm, I, I was impressed with, with what I saw. They're fast. I'm going to Illinois. All right. I, um, I was in the same boat as you, Marty, but I was on the Tito's train. And uh, <laughs> I uh, I felt like they looked good. I Granted, Wyoming's depleted this year a little bit, but – I mean, you know, what was it? Didn't they lose to UT Chattanooga, Illinois, like one of the, the second game last year after they beat Nebraska? I, I think that's who they lost yeah, to. Was, yeah, uh, I think that sounds right. So, I mean, Illinois stubs their toe usually like They're up pretty early, but that was a strong showing for them. So um, that'll be a fun one. All right, moving on to Saturday, my favorite day of the week. Uh, fall Fall's creeping in. It's my favorite time of year. I'm just, oh, feels good to be back. Yes, sir. Um, North Dakota at the Fighting Frosties, old Nebraska Memorial Stadium, and we always say it's Memorial Stadium because that's where football went to die. Um, <laughs> um, North Dakota was five and six last year. Um, they're the Fighting Hawks. They're going to be coming in ready to play. Um, 
Maddie, Miller Light Delight. Um, there was no spread on this. I was one just going to say there's no spread, up. so we're just no. taking them straight up. Straight I, up. I, I couldn't find one, so <clears throat> it's just a pick them at this point. I can't see Nebraska losing this one. Yeah. I. It's just going to be uh, – there's probably going to be some – some frustration, anger taken out on North Dakota, and some some yeah. things going on there. And Frost is not going to pull back or hold back. He's going to give them everything they got just to get everybody back in like a winning and just a blowout and yeah. a good way to celebrate for his team. So I'm I'm taking Nebraska. They're either going to quit or you're going to see an angry team come out and just pummel pummel North Dakota. So uh, that's, I, I'm going to be interested to watch that one. That one is at two 30. So it'll work out well. As soon as the Iowa game's over, we can click right over and check this one out. Um, Kyle, Mr. Slicker, what are you thinking here? Um, North Dakota at Nebraska two 30 on big 10 network. Are the Huskers going to bounce back and take care of business? I think they are. Yes. You know, when you've had so many years and so many seasons of just getting, you know, so much disappointment, like, uh, you know, no matter how long it takes, there's always a certain point, even individually and with a team where everyone decides that, all right, we're done with this crap. And, yeah. you know, again, you can blame it on the coaching staff. You can blame it on the players, blah, blah, blah. You could have all this, you know, you could have all, have all this speculation. None of us really know what happens inside the locker room. But I have a feeling that I'm not saying this is Nebraska's year or anything like that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I really it's almost like deep inside. I want Frost's team to just be a little bit successful, but not as good as us. Um, just because I'm kind of sick of reading about it. You know, I'm kind of yeah. sick of seeing it. I mean, I love your posts. They're great. They're so funny. They're awesome. And keep that stuff going, even when they're doing good. Um <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's just like, gosh, man, when is this going to – they should either just fire him or, you know, I, I actually kind of like that they're keeping him there because, you know, I get disappointed like with Bielema when they let a guy go too early, you know, like you, you kind of wonder, makes you wonder what was happening behind the scenes. Uh, if there's anything with the head honchos with the cadre inside that um, yeah. led to that decision. But, yes, I'm going with Nebraska on this one. All right. Marty, my fav- Marty's my favorite Hawkeye fan in all of Omaha – one of the best marty you got a how you're gonna have a family got a lot of family that are husker fans a lot of friends that are husker fans so um you know it's it's there's a lot more involved with guys like you and me that are living here in this (laughs) right now marty and i are going to be maybe watching this one together so um your family is going to be in the thick of this one too i know you're torn because when they struggle it you like you laugh and it's funny but then you hate to see like your son-in-law josh you hate to see him hurting because he's such a good dude yeah. um what, what do you think is going to happen in this one marty i think it's a bounce back game for nebraska um yeah. i think i think the offense you're going to see an unbelievable offense i think thompson's going to come out i think he's going to throw for at least a few hundred yards i think the i think it's going to be an offensive game one of the things that <clears throat> that I haven't heard much about, we've all heard about the onside kick, the interception, the the fumble, the untimely fumble, but I I was not impressed with Nebraska's defensive line. And from what I understand, no. they only made one substitution through the whole game. Those guys were tired. So I think North Dakota will score some points on Nebraska, but I think the uh, the Nebraska offense will have a a really good game this week. I was expecting a lot more 
out of their line play. And yeah, mm-hmm. Northwestern just drove the ball down on them. They were, if they don't get that fixed quick, they're going to have a lot of struggles on their hands this year. Um, but like you guys said, I think that they're going to handle North Dakota, I think with um, Casey Thompson and, and that wide receiving core, their offense is just, it's too prolific. Uh, mm-hmm. North Dakota's not going to be able to hang. Uh, the, the big game, I think this is maybe one of the crown jewels of, of, of the weekend other than Georgia and Oregon. We got number five, Notre Dame, Marcus Freeman's first game as the head coach. Well, how bad does that suck for your first game to be on the road at number two, Ohio State? First game as head coach. Like, man, trial by fire. You're jumping right on in, going into the shoe, um, playing Ohio State. Now, Kyle has some strong feelings on Ohio State that he always likes to share, and we love to hear about it. Uh, but, Matt, who are you taking in this one? Uh, we got Ohio State favored by 17 and a half. Game's going to be on the ABC. Friday. Yeah, that's that's a lot of points, uh, 17 and a half against Notre Dame. But it is their coach's first year. Um, I think I'm still going to take Ohio State. I think Notre Dame's going to have some bugs to work out and some – some issues they're going to have to work through on their on him with their first game and being the first year the, of the head coach and it's going to be some struggles there some some learning opportunities are probably not going to be clicking as a team quite as well and Ohio State's I mean year in and year out Ryan Day's had them clicking and they're always really good so I, I'm going to take Ohio State on this one okay. Well, you know, the good thing, Kyle, with with Marcus Freeman, he, you know, was on the staff. And one of the cool parts of um, him getting that job was the players really helped drive that charge. Uh, when he got that position, he, wa- he called a meeting, went into the locker room and announced to the players that he had gotten the job. And they pretty much lifted him up over their shoulders and had like a mini Rudy moment in there in the locker room, which was I thought was pretty cool. Like those guys love him and they're going to play hard for him. Kyle, who do you think is going to win this one? Again, Ohio State 17 and a half point favorite at home. I think Ohio State's going to do it. Um, you know, I mean, gosh, as much as I hate them, um, they're Ohio State. But I will say that I hate Notre Dame probably just as much. Uh, I just, you know, I'm sick of pick a damn conference, you know, like what, what's what's your problem? Um, yeah, but, they, they want to be but, special. But I also have a lot of, you know, friends that live very close to me that are like, you know, you know, like, oh, we went to Notre Dame or we're Notre Dame fans. You know, it's like, come on, knock it off. Um, So I would love to rub it in their face, um, even though I'm not a big fan of Ohio State. But all good, man. Keep it in the Big Ten. I'm going Ohio State. And I got to tell you guys that when I went to Notre Dame, I thought that all the fans were going to be like that. Now, there was just as many blue collar um, hard working, beer drinking, jean short wearing dudes at that game, like guzzling drinks, passing out at the tailgate. And, you know, so my, I was like, Oh, did you guys go to Notre Dame? Hell no, but I've loved Notre Dame since I was a kid. And I'm like, awesome. That's totally cool. So, uh, I, I was refreshing to see that there were so many just like real regular football fans, like, Good. like guys you see at Kinnick, you know? Yeah. And so uh, we had a, t- I had a ton of fun there and they knew it was my first time there. So, I had to take a lot of, um, uh, let's say, peer pressure shots uh, thrown my way, and it got a lot of hospitality. So it was, uh, it made the trip a lot more fun. Marty, what do you think is going to happen in this primetime game, Buckeyes and Irish at the shoe? Well, a little history on myself. My first, my first job out of college, uh, I was hired in South Bend, Indiana, 
and that's where I met my wife. She's from South Bend. So I, we still have good friends there. And no, at Notre Dame, I, I, I have a little bit of allegiance to them, and I would like to see Notre Dame win. But I'm going to go Ohio State on this one. I just think Ohio State is too fast, too powerful this year. I, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, in my opinion, I think that Notre, the players that play for Marcus Freeman are going to play their tails off. And I think he's going to get them to execute at a high level for them. I don't think that they're going to win the game. I think Ohio State's going to win. But I don't think they're going to cover the spread. I think Notre Dame's going to give them all they can handle. It's going to be closer than we all think. That's just my opinion because I've seen the energy that this coach can get out of his players. And uh, I'm I'm optimistic on how they're going to play. So we will see. Who all knows? Right. Anything can happen. You're right, Adam. I don't know. Yeah, I we'll don't see. Think it's happen. I, think yeah. I think the Bucks are going to come out rolling. They, they, they watch a win by like 70. I'm going to have some <laughs> egg on my face then. But I, I don't know. I think Marcus Freeman's going to get him going. All right. For us, Hawk fans, prime time game of the week. The most important game in the country. Number one <laughs> above all else. We have the Iowa Hawkeyes defending the greatest college football stadium in America, Kinnick Stadium, against the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. This is no joke of a team. This is a very close equivalent to like a, a North Dakota State. These guys don't mess around. The, the majority of these guys on this team could be playing or should be playing FBS football. Um, in my opinion, it's like a, playing a really strong, tough Mountain West team. Um, so it's not, if we come out and lay an egg, they're going to, they'll take us to the brinks. Matt, there was no spread on this baby either. Um, we got an 11 a.m. kickoff on FS1. Uh, South Dakota State was 11 and four last year. And, uh, ESPN has Iowa at a 91% chance to win this game. So I, I don't know what you're thinking, Matty. You think the Hawks are going to pull this one out, or it won't be a, a jinx of like a North Dakota State from some years back, will it? Well, I'm going. I'm going to take my son to his first Hawkeye football game. Awesome. So I am going to definitely take Iowa, and I know the Jackrabbits are good, and they had a really good season last year. I don't know who all came back from that. Season last year, I'm going to guess they probably had some turnover there, some guys that left. You know, they probably had some senior, you know, players. Uh, They're going to be tough, and it is our first game, and we are slow to start. Hawkeyes usually, for some reason, are a little slow to start. They hold their, yeah, they hold their cards close to their, close to their chest uh, on those first games. They don't do Mm -hmm. a whole lot out of the box, so. Uh, you know, it could be a closer game than we expect, but I think I was definitely going to pull it out. I think we have our, our defense is going to be phenomenal this year. And if our offense even gets somewhat better, which I hope, I really hope it does, it's going to be a good year for us. So I'm going to take Iowa. All right. Matt, take lots of pictures. Yep. So you can always remember that moment and share them out on Nebraska Hawks Nest too, because we all want to see. Cruz's first uh he's been to Kinnick before but it was for kids day it was for kids so, day and he act, yeah. and he did score a touchdown on that day we need he to add, so one of yeah. the greatest videos I own to this day it's that pretty was cool it was so awesome yeah that, that stuff gets you emotional it it's like watch, watching your little boy run with the football into the end zone at Kinnick it's like I got goosebumps watching old Cruz Man, Meyer running awesome. there. So I did awesome. too it was so fun to see that pop up on my stories <laughs> it, it is it's very cool yep. all right Kyle um 
have Kyle, have your kids been to a game at Kinnick yet? Uh, they have not been inside. No, we, um, we've been to a couple, uh, games just out tailgating, but then they were so young that like, you know, changing diapers and, you know, just sounded like a nightmare. So we ended up just yeah. going to a couple, uh, a bar nearby. It was just easier, you know, with okay. restrooms and food available. It was just, uh, but we will one of these days, um, you know, now that they're older and a little bit more self-sufficient, we're definitely uh, thinking about it. My wife and I are actually exploring uh, purchasing a place in Iowa City so we can um, nice. not have that hassle. I know that there's a lot more hotels and things are a little bit, you know, everything's changing. It doesn't, it's it's like my hometown, Ankeny. I don't recognize it anymore. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's what we're exploring. But uh, uh, Matt and Marty, I don't know if you just caught, but, uh, caught that, but there, there's a place for us to go maybe tailgate in Iowa City in the future. I, <laughs> I did catch that. I was did picking it up. That? Did you catch that? I did. Oh, yeah. If we do it, man, there's going to be major parties going on. Kyle's yes. wife. Kyle's wife is like, no freaking way is that <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Kyle. Who, who's going to win this game? The Iowa Hawkeyes. In our opinion, this is the biggest game of the week. This is the well, one we care about the most. Who's going to win this game? Well, so, you know, stats aside and last year's record and all that stuff, I'm going to go ahead and summon my uh, what I think uh, the legendary Mr. Pat Anger would probably say about this. What the yeah. hell is a jackrabbit? And don't <laughs> hawks hunt jackrabbits? Rabbits? They do. Uh, yeah. They go. do. So, you know, obviously if Pat were to say it, there would be more, you know, F-bombs and this and that and a little bit more banter. But, uh, you know, obviously I'm going with the Hawks on this one. I mean, first game of the season, Matt, you're right. You know, that was one of the things that frustrated me. Um, not that I could do anything to change it, but we always did start slow. It's almost like we kind of wanted to test the waters and, you know, be a little experimental. And, you know, Ference was a little bit more conservative with play Colin or whoever it was, Ken O'Keefe back in the day. You know, uh, but anybody who comes into play at Kinnick, you know, I mean, it's it's a tough place to play. And um, uh, I'm going to go, even though I, I hated uh, I hated 11 a.m. games, I just didn't feel like everybody was awake yet. Um, I thought we were faster and more alert and more attentive um, at evening games or even early afternoon games. But uh, I'm going with Iowa on this one, man. I just do not see San Diego State coming in and uh, pulling out a victory. All right, old South Dakota State. That's gonna be a. Oh, I don't know. They make me. They make me nervous. But again, yeah, you're right. Like I remember when we played. You know, even like uh, Miami of Ohio. I remember playing them in '02, and I wasn't playing myself. I was a redshirt freshman. But you know, those beginning of the season games, man. They always just you just never knew exactly how prepared you were for that first game. Yeah. Um, but then you see teams like Ohio State and Notre Dame and even back then Miami, you know, like Florida State coming out with a bang and scoring like 50, 60 points and, you know, just nuts. Yeah. How come we couldn't? I wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I agree. I've, we've all I had agree the same 100%. Well, that's not the team we Kent chose. Kent State, you know, like barely yeah. beating Kent State sometimes. It's like, what? Yeah. No, I know. Or struggling with like Central Michigan. Like, yeah. I think we lost to Central Michigan. Even you I and I. Yeah. You and I, we had know? to block two field goals to beat them. And then we went on to the, the – was that the Orange Bowl year that year? I mean, it's yeah. just – yeah, it was. Yeah, um, I remember that game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I broke a piece of furniture in the house because I jumped and <laughs> fell into it. Um, luckily, it wasn't like an expensive piece at the time. So, Marty – who do you got in this one? The Iowa Hawkeyes against the Fighting Hawks. Wait, no, this isn't the Fighting Hawks. This is uh, 
the jackrabbits. The jackrabbits. Sorry, I was uh, looking at my North Dakota feed here. Sorry about that. The jackrabbits. My my just to mention my memory of that UNI game when it took us uh, three field goals. I think um, my nephew was running the clock that game, and Lou Holtz called him out after the game. They were doing the post game. Lou Holtz said, "Whoever is running that clock in Iowa City should be fired." <laughs> he didn't want to run for an extra second or two to to run out the clock. Boy, I had day of my nephew on that one. Jeez. Nice. Um, uh, going to the Iowa and the old motto: "In Kirk, we trust." I think Kirk will have them ready. I think Kirk's talking them to this week, saying, "This is not a joke team. You guys need to be ready. This is a a, a good team coming in here." I think he'll have them ready. I take Iowa. All righty, um, boys, this is a blast. I miss doing this with you guys. This is so much fun. Uh, we're going to get better and better. We're just kind of cutting our teeth, getting back into it. Again, welcome, Marty. We're super excited to have you. Welcome to the crew. Uh, this is just going to get more and more fun. We're going to have way more shenanigans as the year goes on. A lot of ridiculous things. Kyle and Matt are very well aware of <laughs> some of the hijinks that we pull. So, um, we were a little straightforward this week, so this might be the first and the last. So, <laughs> all right, boys, you enjoy week one and we will reconvene a week from now. We'll see how, how everybody, how everyone did. So guys have a great week and go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.